1: Welcome to this very special preview edition of Live Life Better from Virgin in association with Penguin Living and me, Melissa Hemsley. Now, if you were a fan of Series 1 of Live Life Better, you may be thinking, what is going on here? Well, I enjoyed being on the show so much last series that I managed to convince the lovely guys at Virgin and Penguin to let me present Series 2. So here I am. I'm an author of three books, Ambassador for Mental Health and Lover of Leftovers and All About the Feel-Good Life. Launching next week, I'll be joined every fortnight in the studio by leading authors and experts to discuss how to live life better. We'll be touching on some of these things, creating healthy habits, relationships, sleep, physical well-being, resilience, and spring cleaning. Now, as a special New Year treat and as a little preview of what's to come, I caught up with Nadia Phillips and Katia Noraine Phillips. They're authors of a new book called Self-Care for the Real World, and they're going to give us tons of ideas and inspiration for how to care for ourselves this new year. I cannot wait. Hello, welcome. Hi, Hi, Melissa. Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. The first rule for us, wasn't it? Don't talk together. There we go. I know, but we 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 are
2: sisters, so it's going to be hard for us not
1: to. I know, same, same. Okay, so let's hear the different voices. So Nadia, say hello. Hi, I'm Nadia. And I'm Katia. And together you have done something incredibly special and beautiful for 2018 and I'm so excited for you. Tell us about what it is.
0: So we wrote a book on self-care, self-care for the real world, small achievable tips to better take care of yourself and the world around you. And we're hoping that the better you feel, the more you have to give to other people.
1: And really no better time than right now. New year, new year And when I say no better time, I mean together you have how many years of experience working on self-care?
2: That would just make us sound really, really <laughs> old.
1: <laughs> I know, I saw your face when I asked that question.
2: But we've both been at this since our early 20s. We never really had a job before we did this. And um, so between us, we have about 46 years of experience, whether it's teaching yoga, Katia was a masseuse and now she has her healthy cafe and just trying to help people live a different life.
1: And I think especially come January, sometimes it's not even New Year, New You. It's at the end of that year, that break at Christmas, has almost exhausted people more. Mm. People almost wait, don't they, till the end of the year to catch up on sleep, catch up on eating well, catch up on just being. But actually it kind of all, all overwhelms them and they start the new year feeling a bit bluff, extra bluff. So I think
0: one of the points in the book is that we didn't want that thing of, like, you wait till the end of the year to fill up your bank account, but it's something that you're doing constantly. So when you do get to the end of the year, you haven't got that feeling. You're just like, yeah, I'm okay. I can go through to the next year. I can go through every day. And it's not like a New Year's resolution. It's something that you... Small, achievable steps that you can do every day that's not overwhelming, so then you stop doing it.
1: Yes, so what I love about yours is you say they're free. You've got lots of free tips. You don't have to go out and buy a, a spiralizer or anything special. <laughs> Shh, you need the spiraliser, <laughs> although we love the spiraliser. <laughs>
2: um, I think just doing little things, whether it's putting on some music in the morning and having a dance around your living room, you know, if that uplifts you and makes you feel good, do that. If you can go for a walk in the sunshine or in the cold, even if it's just for five minutes. Everyone's got five minutes. And I trick myself because I set my alarm. I set my clock half an hour fast. So I think I'm getting up at 6.30, but actually I'm getting up at 6. So I always have that little extra bit of half hour to do things for myself. And we try and do little things like Don't check your phone as soon as you wake up. Don't get on the computer as soon as you wake up. So even if you're sitting and having a cup of tea quietly before the whole family gets up, you have a moment to just get your thoughts in order for the day. After Christmas and into the new year, which is where we are now, it's a time of New Year's resolutions and trying to figure stuff out for the year. So it's actually a really good time to set a few habits and some rituals in play at the beginning of the year. You
1: know, I think rituals is a really nice word, isn't it? Because habits can be sort of negative forming Mm -hmm. and rituals is so lovely because I was just thinking you seem to be more of a morning person but a lot of people aren't and they can't do that extra half an hour. But what I love about your book is you've got really nice tips for the evening too Mm -hmm. which might be some mums or dads that might be their first time or a lot of people that work late. I like your wind down bedtime routine. My bedtime by myself is my favourite part of the day. Or
2: not by yourself. Or
1: not by myself. Um, I've got a dog. (laughs) But um, I like to have um, some rituals. For example, I have a lovely homemade lavender spray. And when I start to spray that, I have to be careful I don't spray that too early on in the day when I say I'm making my bed in the morning because it instantly starts making me sleepy because I've connected that to my bedtime. What could someone do in the evening if they've got five minutes in the evening?
0: The whole bedtime routine for us is, you know, just Get the room ready. So dim the lights. Make sure your bed's really nice and comfortable and inviting. You can have a hot bath. The spray's perfect. I have that pillow spray, the lavender mm. pillow one. And um, your kids do it too.
2: Yeah, your kids get their rooms ready for nighttime.
0: Yeah, we all do.
2: That's I lovely. Mean, yeah,
1: I often find people think they have to throw out all the old ways and take on one new thing and you're not saying that, you're saying here's some little tips you can take on you could do one a month for the rest of the year, you could take on a couple for January and really kind of make them part of your everyday life, maybe bring a work colleague along for the ride or a family member but as you say it's what I keep coming back to because I love your Instagram and I love your hashtag and I've started adding your hashtag self-care for the real world to my posts Is, is the point real, real world? Um, it's not all lightness and joy. January, a lot of people say good intentions, but, you know, January is one month of the year. It comes around once a year. We don't need to wait for January or back to school in September. Real world, every single day you can start again. And do something that makes you feel really, really good. So I think it isn't a checklist. It's about working out what's good for you. And I really like, and I think it's also because you're sisters and that you've written it with so much love. And I feel like you're holding my hand through it, but you're not judging me in any way. We gave it to a friend to read
2: because she was going through a difficult time and she sent a text saying it felt like she was like she had her little best friend next to her bed every night and so she just read a little chapter and she took what she wanted and there's lots of lists of things you can do so we've given lots of different options so you pick the things that resonate with you you leave what doesn't and like with anything you have to we talk about it we say let the good things grow in the book but you have to practice them in order for them to become new rituals and new habits in your life. Yeah,
1: I've actually started writing on my copy of your book because I like adding my notes and lists to myself. And I think you've got a lot of you've got some white space in your book, which is quite nice because I I don't like books when they're really full. Yours is colourful and has white space to breathe in. And I think lists should make a comeback, but positive lists. So not only what have I got to do? You know, get more dog food, make something to put in the freezer because my veg is all going off. Put a wash on, buy a birthday present. All these things. I, I like the idea of putting some positive things in. So putting that self-care tip right at the top that's time. what I have
2: to do um I have to put the things that I want to do for myself in my diary yeah and I still write in a proper diary it doesn't go in my phone I need to see it on paper again revealing my age but um <laughs> but if I if it's get to a yoga class cook some dinner that all goes down as one of the things that I have to do for myself
1: that's how you keep on track of it. So let's talk social media. Hashtag self-care for the real world. Tell me, how do you find social media? Because I, I try and turn it off at about nine personally, and it really works for me. What about you?
2: Um, I turn my notifications off. I mean, I try not to go to my phone at night. But it's when you're self-employed, it's funny because you just have a tendency to like get home and do your emails or you're doing it when you're on the go so that you don't have to do it all at home. It's not the same as having regular office hours you know you have to be pretty disciplined
1: about your time on the phone and who who are the people that you like to follow or why should people if people follow you, you me i like I'll to follow stop you it. <laughs> You're always at Melissa.Hemsley, i'm only joking um <laughs> so at at self-care for the real world that's what it is right the, yeah thank god you got that one I everyone's going to be I fighting that for that now <laughs> um what what can people find on your account what do you want to show Basically, little reminders
0: for everyone from the book and from our own personal experiences on how you can take care of yourself simply. You know, we, we're we trying to get away from the hashtag, look at my smoothie that I just drank, you know, but more everyday, real tips that we're doing. So we, we had one recently, just going for a walk, but really listening when you're walking, listening to the trees, listening to everything
1: around you and being present so those kind of tips mm-hmm. and for people that just feel too itchy you know they go on that walk they turn off their phone they're really struggling to do it what what should they do like if they're, if they're finding it a real struggle I think you mentioned before the word practice it might not be easy it might not be the per- world's most perfect walk the first time you try and walk without your phone out I think everything's difficult
2: if it's new, and if you are used to doing things a certain way, putting your headphones in, turning the music, and just being distracted, everything's a little more challenging the first few times. But it it does take practice, and it you know it's scientifically proven to help your state of mind to not always be plugged in. So, I mean, try it and see what happens. We say in the book that it takes 40 days to change a habit. So if there's something that you particularly, you know, you really want to do. Mine was not going on the phone in the morning, not waking up and then instantly going straight on the phone. So I just try and give myself at least half an hour where I have my tea, have my breakfast, get my stuff done, and then come to the phone. There's nothing that can't wait half an hour. Mm. There's no major emergency that can't be dealt with in half an hour. And so it was hard at first. I was like addicted to just checking your phone straight away when you wake up. So it took practice, but now it's become one of my daily rituals.
1: And you've sort of carved out a bit more time to do the things you really want to do.
2: Yeah, like have my cup of tea quietly, meditate in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as you get onto that... It's like a spiral, downhill spiral. Because then suddenly you've got the emails to reply to, and the and and it just it does take
1: discipline
2: mm-hmm. to not
1: get caught up in that world. Mm-hmm. So self care for the real world, okay. Fantastic title and does what it says on the tin. I'm just looking at your beautiful book now and your beautiful ribbon. And what I really like <laughs> is that if if I saw this in the bookshop, it's got a really bright, gorgeous colour, yellow, my favourite colour too. It's speaking to me already. But what I love is is that you've got thanks and, and kind words written on in the front and the back of your book from these very busy, inspirational people. You've got Reese Witherspoon, Sienna Miller, Kate Moss, Sam Taylor-Johnson. Um, they obviously really love you and your tips clearly work for them.
2: Well, I think what we realise is once people kind of come into the yoga studio or take a yoga class or go to the cafe, everyone wants to take care of themselves. No, Whether you're those women or us women... Um Everybody wants to feel good. And so these are all just tips that you don't need to have a huge bank account to take care of yourself. You can ask for presents, whether it's asking for a massage for your birthday rather than asking for a a new handbag or whatever people want. (laughs) And there's a lot of tips in there that are completely free. So I realized with my work, I was always taking care of other people and not always taking care of myself. And when we wrote the book, we started to really put into action all the little things that we were writing about every single day. And you realize that tiny little things every day add up. And it's like having um, savings in your bank account rather than being in debt in your bank account. And we started to feel, even though we, were, we had our personal lives going, we had our full-time jobs going, and we were writing a book, we felt energised and we felt good.
1: That's amazing. So it's a win-win for everyone. You the authors, us the readers. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much, Nadia, Katia. Um, self-care for the real world, for any one of us. We talked a lot about women, but for any one of your loved ones... Your partners and your kids, the whole family, right? Thanks for having us, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Yay. Brilliant to talk to Nadine Katia. Their book, Self Care for the Real World, is out now. To make sure you never miss an episode of this new series of Live Life Better from Virgin in association with Penguin Living, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts. So until the next episode, it's goodbye from me, Melissa Hemsley.